Hi, everybody. It's Alexis Holzer. And this is Danny Nelson with Prep Yourself. Prep Yourself. We are going to prep you and us and we're just, just us. Okay. Maybe yeah. not you. We don't care about anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, today we are generally going to talk about volcano danger and also volcano danger. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just really pissed off right now. Why are you pissed off, Lex? <laughs> Hint, I already know why she's mad. Uh, because it was literally just brought to my attention about 10 minutes ago that the podcast I posted last week was not edited whatsoever <laughs> after I spent like hours editing it. Yes, I spent hours on this. It was a hectic time in my life. I cannot find the other uh, file. Uh, so to all the 30 people that listened to it, I apologize. Give me another chance. Um, the thing I like best about it is I honestly thought that Lex just got busy and was like, you know what's good? Let's just go raw. Let's just give our fans the raw experience that they've just been begging for through the first five episodes. <laughs> They're like, we've been with you through episode oh, one, episode two, three, four, five. Let's just have a raw yeah, it was like just behind the, behind scenes, the scenes plus bloopers. <laughs> oh my god, it was the raw truth. I never want to do this podcast again. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I am delighted that tens of people still listen to it. Oh my god, that was amazing. So I hope that you guys enjoyed the blooper reels and uh, Lex's shame, <laughs> utter shame. We're like. <laughs> You know, making fun of this guy, making the presentation about safety, and I'm just a numbskull over here not doing my job. <laughs> that I get paid really well for. Mm-hmm. She uh, wasn't even wearing shorts and Birkenstocks. She was, like, wearing pants, like regular pants. Yeah. Like a grown adult. Mostly pajamas, because I do this late at night, which is probably why it did not go well. I still think that you look really good, and you're <laughs> a brilliant human being. Thank you. So you've got... Like, a lot of things coming. Yeah, I'm just going to put it in perspective and go, you know what? You just got behind the scenes, and we're moving on. So and let's move on. what a lucky audience. <laughs> <laughs> so lucky. Um, this week, I would just like to say that our uh, podcast has gotten so big in its britches uh, that <laughs> DinoCore taunted us. What's DinoCore? DinoCore is a kickball team. <laughs> A kickball team. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lex and I play on a adult kickball league uh, that does theater yeah. against each other for taunting purposes. And uh, we lost a taunt due to the hilarity surrounding making fun of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole thing. It was just about us, right? It was, I'm pretty sure all they did was talk about us. And then, like, <laughs> they were like... Thank you so much for letting us make fun of you because it was an honor. And we were like, and it was also an honor for us. Yeah, we should collect royalties, though. (laughs) (laughs) We we are going to need royalties on all the celebratory drinks that you guys had that evening. Oh, that was so good. But um, we appreciate you appreciating us. That's when you know you've made it. That's (laughs) when you know you've made it. Everybody in our adult kickball league knows that you're famous once you've been taunted. (laughs) And it was the one game I've been to all year, which I was so happy about. I'm pretty sure we high-fived like 15 times during the taunt. (laughs) Like as soon as we saw that they were making fun of nerd podcasters, we were like, yes, that's us. That's us. We're the nerds. Danny has to constantly remind me. I'm like, I'll say something and go, is that nerdy? And she's like, we do a podcast. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We're already in your basement talking to ourselves on microphones. It's amazing. Where are we going from there? Where are we going from there? I don't know. Up or down? (laughs) One of them. One of them. Oh, man. (laughs) One of them at any moment. Um, We also had some major successes this week with um, furthering our preparedness. Yeah. Right? Didn't uh-huh. you do something for yours? Yeah. I brought a new addition to my go bag at work. 
two bottles of water. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. So now I have two bottles of water, a pair of tennis shoes, and uh, the crank radio. What Allie are you storing me. this stuff in at your work? In a bag under my desk. Is it like a knapsack? No. It's just like a grocery sack. <laughs> it's like a grocery bag. Is it it's like just a reusable? Is it like a reusable grocery bag or yeah. is it like a paper sack? No, it's a reusable one. Come on. Are you like getting ready to recycle? It could be fire starting material. I don't know. Sure. There's reasons for I'm sure everything. You could light this on fire. Um, we should get you a little knapsack. Yeah. No, we have so many here. I just that's what <laughs> you I have that Mike I brought in. To get you a knapsack. Mike, get me a knapsack. <laughs> Also, who says knapsacks? <laughs> I don't know who called. I'm pretty sure maybe I went. I traveled back to 1986 to get my knapsack. <laughs> when did it go from being a knapsack to a backpack? Um, I think when you take a knapsack and you take a nap on it. I'm not like sure. You're traveling with it, and then it's yeah. also a pillow. I mean, maybe like so knapsacks or hobo bags. Maybe. With a little sleeping bag rolled up in it? I mean, that would make sense. But I feel like people interchangeably use knapsack and backpack. No, nobody uses knapsack. <laughs> I think that there are plenty of people who use their sacks, like, every night. Let's move <laughs> to a different topic. I have a reusable grocery bag that will not get me far. It has two handles that are kind of fraying, but um, it's what I had. I love, though, that you're adding to it. Yeah. That's really cool because it's growing. I have not grown, other than generally growing my snack array at work, like this reason for no reason, I decided to add pop chips oh. to like an order because I was like... <laughs> That seems legit. That good. Like I'm not ordering like <laughs> junk food. These are pop chips. No, I I have. I'm not gonna put food in mine. There's yeah. some cafeteria downstairs. I'll be like, I'm hungry. Yep. They can't turn you away. Yeah, I don't have anything else really that I've like specifically prepared. Although I'm annoyed at myself because what I have done a C minus job on is I got uh, walkie-talkie radios for Leaf and I oh. to have at work. And they're USB charging ones, so you can just have them plugged in all the time. Um, but they've just been sitting on my kitchen counter for like three weeks. What are you going to do about Maybe it? Maybe four weeks. I think this week I'm going to get those taken to work, yeah. including making Leaf take it to work. Do and it. And then we're going to call each other on our walkie-talkies. That's so fun. Right? Just do it. Everybody at work will love that when we're like, <laughs> Danny to Leaf, Danny to Leaf. No. How come you're looking so handsome I know. over and out? <laughs> I was like, it's going to be like sexting, only nerd style. <laughs> on walkie-talkies. That what are no you wearing? one can get Over away from. <laughs> Leaf is turning that off immediately. I think it'll be probably on for like three minutes at his work before he's like, oh boy, too much. <laughs> or he's like, before he's like, I'm Danny Nelson and I walkie-talkie whomever I want. Yeah, you don't think he already knows this? He does. He loves me. But Leaf is, I want to talk about Leaf adding, he added something to his go bag too. So as you guys know, um, as dedicated listeners to this podcast. <laughs> Not after last week. <laughs> like, this has really gone downhill. No, really. Delete. Um, Unsubscribe. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> um, after, so I, when I created the go bag for me, I also made one for Leaf, which Leaf doesn't even know what's in it. He's just like, where's my go bag? And I'm like over there sitting on the shelf and he's like good like that's as much involvement as he's had in the whole process oh, that's fine but this week he um was going on he decided to ride his bike over to Moreton Island which is just south of Port Townsend okay um so like rode his bike up to the ferry and took it over and went down um you know getting healthy if he's got to make the run for it during a disaster oh, situation man. I need to work out some more um he got this uh, folding solar panel thing Ooh. that doesn't actually have... It's really small and lightweight and super flat. Um, probably not thicker than a magazine, really. Uh, but it has no battery. It just is a USB mm -hmm. charger directly into something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you could charge something like... It's really easy because on your bike and stuff because it has like carabiners at, the, at all the corners. So you could put it on the back of a backpack or on your bike or whatever... But also in conjunction with, like, the um, charger I have, like, it takes, like, 
24 hours of sunlight to actually charge that all the way. Whoa. Whereas if you had it charging with the sunlight and also into that, like it would charge much faster and then it, you With know, the battery, you mean? Yeah, for, with that has a holding battery. So there's a couple of different ways to use it either by itself or in conjunction with some of the other stuff we have. Like, um, I think we both have the little radios and stuff that mm-hmm. have USB charging so ports you can crank. and stuff. Yeah into it so anyways i thought that was really cool that he was like really excited to add something good job leaf because he has not been excited yet so i'm really i'm so proud of him and if he would just listen to this podcast he would just hear (laughs) all the pride and love not last week's exploding (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't listened to last week's don't do it um or do do it and then do do it Um, and then let Lex know that it was still really adorable and you enjoyed it and learned a lot of stuff from it. Next. How are you going to know about the Birkenstocks if you don't listen to it? Or PMA. Or the PMA. I need to have some better PMA about this. You do. Right? Like, just turn that PMA right up. I'm going to turn it. Cranked it. You hand cranked it. Bing, 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 I feel so much better. So... Now with that PMA in action. Let's do this. Um, we, so as you guys know, we like to take in some media over the week to kind of get our minds flowing oh. on our topics. Yeah. And since our topic this week was volcanoes, we did a little poll on the inter- interwebs about what people wanted us to watch um, between Dante's Peak and Volcano, which had the tagline... The coast is toast. Yeah. It was. So, essentially, this was a question of Pierce Brosnan versus Tommy Lee Jones. Or Linda Hamilton versus Anne Hesch. Oh, my God. True. Yeah. So, So if Tommy Lee Jones and Linda Hamilton had been in a movie together. We don't know what would have happened. Plus Don Cheadle. (laughs) Plus all these other awesome actors that you see. There's so many people in Volcano that I was like... Oh my gosh, that guy's from the wire. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Like that's the dad or the the chief from oh. Sons of Anarchy. Oh, I didn't remember yeah. that. The chief of Sons of like was in one of them, was in Volcano. Mm-hmm. Don Cheadle was amazing in Volcano. Yeah. So I just wanna so here were here's what we were told. Seven different people wanted us to watch Dante's Pink. <laughs> you need two hands to count only, to seven. Only Three people wanted us to watch Volcano. I think people aren't as familiar with Volcano, especially in the Northwest, because it was filmed around here. Yeah. Uh, the um, Dante's Peak was supposed to be right around Mount St. Helens. Like right. They can, they're like in the same right, cascade, yeah. southern cascade. Oh, yeah, because he was from Vancouver. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys were wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Lex and I have been, like, holding it in, talking about these two movies all night. Yep. Like, we're like, we can't talk about it to the podcast. Okay. You took some notes on Dante's Peak. Let's I just did. hear them. Just so you know, Lex, within moments of starting Dante's Peak, was like, I can't believe I paid three ninety nine to watch this. That is literally the first note that I wrote. <laughs> I paid three ninety nine to watch this question mark. And the last note I have is, hated it. <laughs> Every minute. <laughs> okay. There is... So, I also paid just, $3.99 to watch it <laughs> and was also mad. <laughs> We're taking donations <laughs> for these movie watchings. We're $8 in to hating Dante's Beat. Yeah, because I paid $3.99 for Volcano, too. Oh, yeah. I didn't hate Volcano, though. Oh, no. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah. But when you've just watched Dante's Peak, the level of terrible that it is I is just, like... And keep in mind, I love a bad movie. Like, I like Jericho. <laughs> I was just going to say, this is as bad as Jericho. Dante's Peak is worse than Jericho. The way that he, like, warms up to that lady and her kids in, like, three days. Yeah. Like, when he, like, grabs them and is like... I'm going to, let's survive this, and then we're going to go on a fishing trip to Florida. Like, you just met each other. Yeah, creep. Get off. It's been three days. Gross. Yeah. Ew. Pierce, no. 
No. But it was it did kind of crack me up. Pierce Brosnan is like that really hot researcher guy from university. I used to work at university. I was like, oh, that's I'm not even gonna say their names. If you worked at WC, you know who I'm thinking of. <laughs> you guys had like a hot guy? Oh, like the five. Hot dude? Oh yeah. Because it's really uh, nice to work with really smart, good-looking guys. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Mm-hmm. That are literally saving the world. People, yeah. animals, environment. Pierce Brosnan was a volcanologist. New vocab for Alexis. Um, I really, really appreciated that they hit up the uh, Star Trek joke immediately. One of the kids was oh, like... I didn't catch that. Yeah. One of the kids was like, is that where... So you're from where Spock is from? And oh, I was like, thank you I did hear for that. getting and that I was like, right? <laughs> yeah. Because he was from Vulcan. Yeah. And halfway through the movie, I was like, Mike, is he supposed to be British or American? And I think it changed halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I was pretty sure he's supposed to be from Vancouver, but... Maybe they I'm seeing a little 007 here, too. Vancouver, England. <laughs> right I remember him being wheels. so good in 007, and everywhere he ran, I was like, ew. Mm-hmm. Ew. But what about Thomas Crown Affair? Uh, well, he was, like, more of a sly, sexy mastermind. I don't know if anyone's ever been as sexy as Pierce Brosnan in Thomas Crown Affair. We should have another vote. But... I agree that if I met, like, a hot, like, volcanologist like Pierce Brosnan, I'd be into it. But what I thought was hilarious is that there's, like, a team to come and save the day from the USGS. Like, that is such a... That is, they do I not know. have, like, a team of, like, you I know, like, snap. Yeah, because I watched some videos about Mount St. Helens, and they were talking about the eruption and how they all, like, totally geeked out over it, even though, you know, one of their friends died and the... Um, blast. Yeah. But they all went up there and they're like monitoring it and all this. So that that part was believable to me. Well, that's good. The maybe different should, personalities, maybe perhaps. Dig yeah, maybe the personalities. Yeah. Damn you, NASA. Damn they said you, it NASA. so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Competing for that government funding, oh, just God. setting U.S. agencies... Um, fictionalized versions of U.S. agencies against each but other. But then, spoiler alert, didn't the NASA thing save them? Yep. Yeah. The NASA thing totally saved them. When an entire cave fell on him... What the hell? But both he and the family that he became oddly close to all survived. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the... What? <laughs> I just am, like, thinking about the scene where they're, like, sitting on the porch, drinking wine, like, having a getting-to-know-you moment. Uh-huh. Ew. Outside the coffee shop that they lived at. Yeah. But she was also the mayor. Yep. <laughs> Town of 20,000 or less. <laughs> it was appalling. Um, did cow. you want to move on to Volcano? Well, no. I wanted to move on to, like, did the movie actually Teach portray? Yeah. What did you learn? I mean, the thing that got me, so I, I totally, I think what was kind of like a, like an interesting part of the storyline and portrayal was the whole, like how much they held off on announcing things because of the politics around it. Mm-hmm. Like you can't call, cry wolf too many times or else people are going to, you like not leave their homes, but also there's a political side that if you call it and it doesn't end up being a thing. You just killed a whole bunch of people. You're out of there. Or, no, or, like, if it's not a thing, you just made a bunch of people, you just disrupted their lives for no reason. Right, okay. And that was, like, part of that team's point is they're, like, it could be 10,000 years from now or it could be tomorrow. And Pierce Brosnan's point was, it's going to be tomorrow. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And And that's why Lindell Hamilton was like, thank you for staying. I just, you care. It was the worst. (sighs) Um, hated it. So I think that that part, though, that, like, kind of political part of actually, like, when you see the warning signs, when do you, like, officially call it was interesting. Um, I think when you find... Is there really acid lakes? Yeah, I was like, I think when you find dead bodies in a hot spring and the lake is acid and, spoiler alert, grandma has to (laughs) jump in and save everybody and... Oh, no. That was spoiled at the very beginning of our comments. Yeah. Thanks, Tim. Thanks. 
<laughs> Good lord. Yeah, the whole the part where I was like, I'm done with this movie, and Mike was like, No, it's so good. When they were singing, row, row, row your boat <gasps> in the boat across the acid lake in a round, trying to like calm everybody down. It was the worst thing it that's ever like, happened in a movie. Uh, I hated every second of it. I want to get off my couch and punch the TV, but it's so high up I couldn't reach it. Why? And Mike was still supporting it, even while this was happening. He was just, like, kind of enjoying me hating every second of it. (laughs) He was just enjoying being the Pollyanna. Yeah. I think it's just one of those movies that you remember seeing, and you're like, oh my god. I mean, this was 1997. Yep. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them in 1997. The The comparisons are shocking. (laughs) Um, So he was just loving me hating it. Yeah. Every second of it. What did you do? Were there any scientific things that you thought that you learned? Um, the dog living. The dog always lives. Oh, Scientifically yeah. proven. Oh. Both movies. Dog lives. Yeah. No. I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, go Dylan. Run. Dylan and Lulu. I'll see you after the it. movie. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, the whole way that it starts with an earthquake. Yep. If a volcano is going to blow. There's most likely going to be an earthquake that will be some kind of warning. They don't know how long that warning will be. Um, And then obviously lava flowing, that snow ash. Yep. Which I was like, people in Seattle would love this. There's like a speck of snow on the ground. And we're like, snow! (laughs) Get the sled! Cancel the the snowman! (laughs) So I think people would be digging that part. Yep. Um, And then the whole flood and the lahar. Lahar. Let's take a little Lahar. side street to vocabulary land. <laughs> Lahar. Lahar. <laughs> Can you well, use that in a sentence, please? Um, I wouldn't live in Puyallup because it's a Lahar zone. <laughs> How'd you like that? How about the Lahar moved at 50 miles an hour with... Wood and cars and need, everything in its path, I need destroying to get everything. Because I have a lot of lahar on my chin. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're laharious. <laughs> I literally just slapped my knee. That you did. It was hilarious. Laharious. Laharious. It was laharious. Oh, God, it kill me. Um. What other notes do you have about Dante's Peak? Um, hated it. Hated it. Yeah. I, oh, hated I it. love that every special effect was sparklers. It was <laughs> literally every special effect. <laughs> it is true. It was just some smoke and some sparklers. Or some really lovely like model that was made. I that think that they, was made to look like a they blew their like destruction budget in the very first scene where um He's with the other lady, and they're like dodging through. Like there, there's kind of like a like escape from volcano car scene where literally it looks like someone is just outside of the scene, just like throwing paper rocks. Yeah, it's really with the sparkler tape to it. With sparklers taped to it, (laughs) and then like a rock comes through the roof (laughs) right into her head. Like how does that happen? I was like, Mike did. Did she just get killed by a flaming rock? And he was like, yeah. He's <laughs> like so happy about it. Okay, so let's move on to Volcano. I took no notes because I loved every minute of it. <laughs> Only in comparison to yeah. have gone so low with uh-huh. Dante's Peak. You're yeah. like, nothing could be as bad as that. <laughs> I was like, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, Oscar nomination. <laughs> <laughs> but come on. <laughs> what are you, what can you. Not love about this movie. Yeah. I mean, a, a, a volcano erupts from underneath Los Angeles, which has absolutely no volcano risk. Don't you know that there are tectonic plates <laughs> and underneath that is hot magma? What's magma? <laughs> yes. I loved every minute of it. That is a... For real quoted conversation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that Lex just did from the top of her head. Oh, it yeah. was amazing. Um, so some moments that I love from this movie, like we mentioned before, there's a lot of surprise all-stars that you're going to see in this movie where you're like, it's going to be bothering you the whole movie. Like, oh, what show is he on? Like every single person on mm-hmm. there like is on another thing. Um, 
Oh, including the hot dude from uh, Northern Exposure. Exposure. Exposure? Exposure. Northern Exposure. Speaking of volcanoes. That's the next volcano. Yeah, and he was also in Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Aiden. Yes. He sure was. <laughs> the one that got away. Why did he have to show up in Sex in the City, too? I don't know. Because fate. He was terrible. The swan wedding. Yeah. With the little hat. Anyway, back to Volcano. Um, so some moments that I really loved were um, the relationship between the hard-nosed racist cop yeah. that learned to get along with the ghetto guy. The inner city. The inner city, guys. like big, brooding, like black guy. They became they got they become befriended at the end because they have to save the city together. Yeah. Because what they really both care about is their city. But what they don't realize is that the city's already dying and you should already be working together. <laughs> right? Yeah. They should have already had that conversation. Yeah. Which I feel like his really especially good looking partner was trying to get him to like he was feel cute. like he was like, Hey, buddy, You're they're just good. like us, they're people. Yeah. And then Danny's like, You're a good man. <laughs> So I love that. Um, I love when they stop uh, the lava, the, the the molten hot lava, with just some uh, road barriers. Yeah, just your average road barriers that are somehow perfectly sealed together just by stacking them on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no gaps. Yeah, nothing ran through. It stopped it just as a. He had to explain a U shape like four times until he finally was like, like a cul-de-sac for lava. And I'm like, <laughs> he did a drawing. He relined the drawing. He did interpretive dance. <laughs> he did an interpretive like he could It was like people couldn't understand. Oh, it wasn't just that, though. It was the fire hoses and the helicopters. That's your dropping the water. Everyone dropped all their water at the same time. Which was hilarious because that absolutely would not work. I love how many times he was like three feet from the lava. Yeah, I'm and like not I'm pretty sure you would flames. be being burnt even within three feet, much less when yeah. you're in the lava. Oh, absolutely. So as much as um, Dante's Peak like sucked from a plot and character and dialogue and everything except the natural disaster <laughs> part, like that volcano the was good, very believable. And it was filmed here in the Pacific Northwest, so the mm-hmm. scenery was gorgeous. Yeah. Volcano, great characters, love the storyline, just everything about it, even the stupid special effects. But yeah, nothing he was a that terrible they did. P.S., though. Yeah. I mean, his dad's skills were. I mean, maybe he just had his priorities mixed up. <laughs> He's like, should I save millions of people yes. or my one kid that I birthed from myself? Well,. Mm. I don't know. He chose millions of people every time. Like over but he also and over got and over, the other and over again. Kid. It was like kid. Spoiler alert. Figure it out. 1997. <laughs> um also the little girl is the girl from um uh which what movie is she from? Now and then? Gabby Hoffman? Gabby Hoffman. Yeah. She's in Girls now. Is she? Yeah. You've never seen her in Girls? No. Oh, she was awesome. She came in as a character where she was the girlfriend of the weird neighbor that lives downstairs. She's, hmm. uh, what's his name? Sister. Adam's sister. Oh. Anyway. Interesting. Girls is also better than... Girls is a better volcano movie than either Dante's <laughs> Peak or Volcano. <laughs> and it's not a movie, nor is it about volcanoes. I loved every minute of Volcano. Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> deserves every award. Anne Hesh was... Anne Hesh. She Anne Heshed the whole movie. Totally. Um, yeah, everything was completely unbelievable. Um, but quick thinking, I guess, saved them in the end. 20 minutes to blast a, what, half a mile (laughs) trench in the middle of Los Angeles. His daughter just happened to be in the middle of. I hate it when little kids just screw up the whole thing. It's like, where am I going? Come save me. Oh, I'm going right into the epicenter of this blast and volcanic eruption. I loved every minute of it. Of course you did. I think that it was um, 
and the thing is, is had we just watched Volcano on its own, I think we would have had a lot different of different things to say about this yeah. entire situation. But um, comparatively, comparatively, it was amazing. It was just loved every minute of it. <laughs> uh, that was also Lily's first full length feature film. Oh, really? Um, and what is her opinion of movie watching? She just kept getting really fussy. She wanted to go outside because it was really nice here. So we just kept going outside, and I kind of, like, watched it through the door yep. while she was playing with trees and oh, the dog and stuff. Oh, that's why you liked it so much, because you were really outside. Oh, I didn't outside. watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you just came in every once in a while to be like, what am I doing? Oh, lava. Yeah. Good job, Tom. <laughs> Did you, like, salute him? Did you give him a little, like, At the end, race? I did. Nice. Oh, what happened at the end? Oh, what is the very end when um, I literally said, yes? Oh, what is the Are very last one? Are they sitting on the car? Is it when they're sitting on? What are they doing in oh. the very, very... I think it was when they... Um, oh, I know what it was. When the little boy is being held up, and, the, and then he's like, let's go find your mom. And he looks around, and... You look at all the faces and yes. everybody's just covered in ash. So yep. everybody looks the same. So all of these like racial tensions and socioeconomic tensions were just, they all look the same. And I was like, yes. I think that I threw something. I think I maybe like, <laughs> pit, like threw a pillow. I might have like, like smothered myself. No, I might have like taken a pillow and tried to murder myself. Like. <laughs> Tried to not breathe anymore. It was so good. I was like, yes. And, and then it started raining. And I was like, oh, no, that guy's And then light. they all started giggling Asian. together. They're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Look at the rain. Yeah. Why did the rains come? I don't know. That was the weirdest part of it. It was kind of like, funny. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. But uh, I love the like religion, religious undertones. There was a cross in Dante's Peak where a guy was like hauling a cross in um, the very beginning part of it in the Mexico piece. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. And then there was like this devil mask burning in a uh, store window with a volcano. Ooh. Yeah. So it was like, you know, the movie opens up and they're talking about all the vices and LA, two people were shot and these people oh, yeah. getting plastic surgery. <laughs> and so it was very... giggling about the very beginning of the yeah. movie where yeah. he's like, that was, that setup yeah. was choice. <laughs> yeah. So there, I love Somebody the had religious... a good morning in the editing room. Yeah. They so spent like we, 20 um... minutes doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, international blockbuster. Mm. I got 15 on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Um, so anyways, volcano safety. So I did a little informal survey right before I came over. Um, Leaf had some friends over. Oh. And um, I asked them, how scared of you are, uh, how scared of you? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> how scared are you of volcanoes in Seattle? Like specifically being within vol- in Seattle, and everyone answered zero, um, with the caveat that they were scared of earthquakes. Every single one of them was like very scared of um, earthquakes, not scared of volcanoes at all. Smart people. Um, one of them knew specifically that we weren't in Lahar zones. And was like immediately Lahar. like I was like I was like wow I can't even believe that you knew that I didn't know we'll talk more about that mm-hmm. like more detailed about that um, and then um, one person which I also agree, agreed with was like maybe a two out of ten just because of the general chaos it would cause and um, one of the other things we will talk about is his point was we get our water like mm-hmm. it's reducing yeah. where we get our water from and I was like. That's a that's a really good reason to be two yeah. percent scared. Of Not a just water, but electricity. Yep. Well, because our electricity, all of is our mostly. electricity is damn powered. Yep. <laughs> hmm. I wasn't swearing. Oops. <laughs> Mom, geez. Um, what does a fish say when it hits a cement wall? Ow. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you are hilarious. <laughs> Uh, I learned oh, that from Lord. a piece of Laffy Taffy, and I 
pretty sure that I told it like 75 times, like over two day, two day, over a two day period of time. Nice. When I was like seven. If you can imagine oh. seven year old Danny. <laughs> you were like last week. <laughs> Same. Seven year old Danny and last week Danny are. The only differences are is that, like, I'm, like, creaky, like my body. You know, I tell the same <laughs> jokes. I tell them the same number of times, same attention span, all the same. Same number of juice boxes. Same number of juice boxes. I think I have better understanding and appreciation for superheroes because um, that kind of developed, you know. I can't I even to wait 15. to see Wonder Woman. Right? Maybe, Let's not talk about it now. I haven't seen it. Maybe next week we should just talk about Wonder Woman. Next podcast, Wonder Woman. The disaster is what do you do when uh, so my Nazis go bag. come back? Yeah. All I need in my go bag is a magical whip. Yep. Some forearm shields. Yep. A sword. Yep. A real shield. Yep. Superpowers. And to be the daughter of Zeus. Oh, right. Okay. But Damn. my middle um, name is Diana. <gasps> what? You are. <laughs> so the key points We're all uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that I uh, was really brought around, I think the most important thing I learned this week is that Seattle.gov actually has some very valuable information. Oh, I know this oh. is like a direct contradiction of statements I have previously made on this podcast. Um, but they did a really good job of summing this up. So, mm-hmm. and um, your friends are smart to say Seattle is not. In imminent danger right. from volcano, volcanic eruption. Right. Either from Mount Baker, Mount Adams, Rainier, or some other ones. Um, Glacier Peak. Glacier Peak. And then St. Helens going again. Mm-hmm. The And then also one of the other things that we learned, Washington and California are the only states in the lower 48 to experience major volcanic eruptions in the last 150 years. But obviously that's because we are on the edge of a tectonic plate, as we've discussed in previous podcasts dealing with earthquakes. Um, but yes, we are not in any kind of danger. Um, the most, the things, people are in danger in the Pacific Northwest. And one of the reasons why Mount Rainier is called one of the most dangerous um, volcanoes in um, the lower 48 is because it is, uh, there are more than 300,000 people that would be mm-hmm. in the direct indirect like life or death danger of right. any kind of eruption from Mount Rainier. And that um, comes from the initial blast, extreme uh, currents of gas and rock, mud flow, and then ashfall in those areas. And the ashfall, if you watch Dante's Peak, you'll see could definitely cause many vehicle accidents. Right. Because you can't see and it. And volcano. Me. Oh, I hated that part. I was like, slow down. Also, you're 12. Don't, Don't drive a car. a car. Like, your grandma already decided that she was not having any, piece, any part of it. She was like, like just done. leave her there. Then you wouldn't have to go through an acid lake and have her get out and, like, die of acid death. Poisoning? <laughs> Poisoning? Burning? Burns? Burns. Yeah. Um, just whatever. general annoyance with this movie. <laughs> we're so mad. Yeah, so um, we're not... We don't have to worry about the, the gas or the explosion or the lava, but... Right. Beyond the Lahar, which may not even reach Seattle, it would go through the Green River or the Duwamish River and really cause some problems from a sediment point of view, but not what Seattle would have to worry about is what your friend was saying. Chaos. No electricity, no water, chaos, and all your family and friends that live yep. around that area. Yeah, they definitely... So. Um, does this talk about this? In some of the articles that I read, they did talk about the, um, there has been, uh, investment in creating a Lahar zone. And so there are signs when you're in the areas where there is a direct, uh, danger. They actually have evacuation routes, much, much like tsunami mm-hmm. evacuation signage is in, um, like islands and. Yeah. And I areas. think it's just get to higher ground. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to direct traffic to the highest possible point. Um, Ash could definitely reach Seattle from any of the volcanoes, but because of the uh, wind patterns that we like that are well known, the chances of it coming to Seattle are extremely unlikely. Um, and 
I like this sentence. To underscore this uncertainty, ash deposits from a prehistoric eruption were recently found in Seattle. <gasps> the deposit source could not be identified. <gasps> so they don't know what. It was mountain. from the volcano that erupted out of the middle of the city. Oh, just like in the very popular movie Volcano from 1997. Starring Tommy Lee Jones and Anne Hesch. <laughs> it just rose out of nothing. I'm sure actually the founding fathers would have loved that because I would have had not had wouldn't have had to bring so much dirt down into the main part of Seattle. Right. If there was already sediment there. They should just blow the volcano. Yeah, they should have just blew up the volcano and then had it fill up the basin that Seattle was built on. Like the swampy sand Perfect. Perfect. So let's travel back in time, tell the founding fathers about that, Mm -hmm. buy some sweet land, Mm -hmm. where do you think, Belltown-ish? Sure. Or not in Seattle. What if we just bought Queen Anne? Oh. And then we could both sell the dirt that they used down Mm -hmm. in Seattle and be at the highest ground. Perfect. To watch. Watching the heart roll in. Because I'm watching the volcano again. No. <laughs> yes. I want to keep going. Um, 10,000 years ago. <laughs> nope. Okay, stop. <laughs> Will it blow? I just don't know. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> um, so the city of Seattle depends on power, water, transportation resources located in the Cascades in eastern Washington, where ash could fall. Seattle City Light operates dams directly east of Mount Baker and in Pend Oreille County in eastern Washington. Pendore. How do you say it? Pendore. What did I say? Pend Oreille? Mm-hmm. I'm so Alabamian. That was adorable. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it would destroy, you know, one of yeah. our hugest economies in the state of Washington, aerospace, right. obviously, but agriculture, it would just kill all of these plants yeah. and animals, all dairy. And you know. all of the water that we have to support mm-hmm. that industry. Mm-hmm. Um, the ash would pretty much be a nuisance for a few days. It's essentially the same as snow, like you just said yeah. earlier. Like, mm-hmm. essentially, we'd have to shut down the city for a day and everybody would be like, oh, my gosh, but I couldn't get to my local coffee shop that I like first thing in the morning. Because everyone's southern, southern when yeah. they want their coffee in the morning. Yeah. You know what I don't appreciate about this website is they don't tell you how to prepare. Because I really don't, they don't think you can. They tell you to go to higher ground, right? Go to higher ground, have your supplies, because you won't be getting any for a while. So right. it's kind of the same situation. Get your Stock communications plan together. Yep. Stock up on your food. Have your go bag ready. Stay in place. Have a plan. Because you're not going to stop. I'm sorry, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Any kind of lava flowing around. <laughs> with just some with highway a, Yeah, with some ties. barricades and a couple fire trucks. Yep. And a fire hose. I do like when they push over the fire truck to try and stop that that was like bubbling out of the labrator. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just going out of the Which I thought was so funny because like, oh, that was an Arton. That the labrator. Yeah, it was amazing. It's just weird how things come back around like that. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, they tried to just, like, knock over a bus that, like, wasn't even close to being across the street. Yeah. Like, what was their plan? I don't know. I think L.A. just, like, turns buses over for no reason. They're like, you know, it'd be fun rolling this bus. Let's roll this bus. Um, so, yeah, the big thing about volcanoes that uh, is you have to get to higher ground. Uh, if there is lava moving, it could be... M- coming at you anywhere between 50 miles per hour right when it's coming out of the earth to like even like miles and miles and miles away it will still be moving at 10 to 20 miles per hour so that is like really fast considering when you watch the movie volcano he's essentially just like Mm -hmm. kind of doing the boot scoot and boogie like right beside the whole flow not bursting into flames not bursting into flames at all just like talking to people being like what do you think? Should we roll something over on this? Yeah, but it's not even the lava that I'm afraid of. It's the lahar. Yeah. That's going to mess up. I mean, remember we had the mudslide up in uh, um, 
Snohomish County. Yep. And that that was very tragic. It's so a bunch tragic. Of people were buried. Yeah. And there was that scene in Dante's Peak where the guy gets washed away by this lahar in his bus. And I was just like, oh, my God, that is just absolutely horrifying to me. So I don't think we've even specifically talked about what lahar is because we just immediately started joking about it. Yes. So lahar is a combination of sediment, water... Uh, mud, snow, which is melting, like glacial, like snow And melt. that's what it is. So the lava will come um, off, melt all this water, and yeah. it will flood the rivers, and that will take it. And so anything and it comes into contact with is going to destroy. All the pressure of that lava coming in behind it, too. Mm. So it is just, like, extreme. And it's like a wall. It's We're t- not just talking about something that's on the ground, like, barely moving. It is a wall of debris that is moving at anywhere between 10 to 50 miles per hour. Crazy. So you don't want to be in front of that. 100 feet or more thick. Yes. 100 feet thick? Past Lahars, yeah. Like, it's mind-boggling. So that's the part that's, like, really scary to me. And uh, the USGS has a map of, you know, where the Lahara areas are. You know, and it's just all the way through Puyallup, Sumner, Carbondale. Yeah. I'm going to go with no thank you. No thank you. No thank you. But, yeah, getting to higher ground. um, Also, know your escape routes Mm -hmm. because most of the time Mm -hmm. you are going to have some kind of warning like especially with mount rainier um a really cool thing is is a lot of research um, monies have been invested in mount rainier because it is such a large known volcano so they have um earthquake uh seismograph seismograph they got a lot of dip-a-doo-bob up there to let us know when they're um anytime there are earthquakes going on um anytime there's high levels of certain kinds of gases and that sort of thing so they um because they've invested all this money there like we are we are likely to know in enough time for people to actually utilize those escape routes and get out of there um as long as they mm-hmm. Follow those guidelines, and it is supposed to be part of it is um, tied together with a sound system, which is similar to a lot of East Coast cities have like um, tornado sirens mm-hmm. and things like that. They actually have those in the really bad Lahar zones. But um, I know. Are you going to bring up the thing? You know, I am. <laughs> if you needed another reason to dislike our president, it's because he zeroed out all funding to. For escape, for yeah. West Coast um, escape emergency management. Yeah, alert, what is it? The whole system that the University of Washington has developed to detect earthquakes early on. So if you can give people even one minute to say an earthquake is happening right now, it is the big one, take cover, say a prayer, run, whatever. Yep. And so in the new budget, it's zeroed out. It's completely zeroed out. 30, like not even a dollar. $38 million, which is a lot which, of money. And also, which these states have paid into the U.S. system tenfold. It's been under development, and it's just going to be zeroed out so we can um, build some more planes for the military or I don't even know what. But <laughs> what this article says, so Seattle Times had an op-ed today about this, that the budget zeroed this out. So it's in favor of military spending. So when you're taking money away from this, you are really putting a million people at risk yep. in Seattle and surrounding areas by not so giving them... So you can have one additional plane. Yeah. There are multiple ways to protect the you're, citizens of this country, and it's not always military. Right. That, I, that line, I was like, yeah, but that doesn't make money. So, yep. sorry, Seattle. Yeah, taking care of our emergency knowledge is not... Yeah. So if you need a reason to call your legislator, um, Derek Kilmer is trying to advocate for this funding to be put back in, um, you know, we'll post that link on our website called Facebook. I like the last line on this. The system is also international involving Canada, but don't get us started on how Trump is bobbing, bobbling such relationships. Gotta be kidding me. What is it called? Sound alert? Um, it is called Shake Alert. Shake Alert. Yep, and it's the whole West Coast, so it's not just 
Seattle, it is Washington, Oregon, <laughs> California, but primarily California, Washington are the ones who've put their own state money behind like um, doing all the research into these programs, and the federal funding was just to tie together the national side of the warning system. It destroys me. Uh, PMA, PMA. PMA, this. Positive mental attitude. Just to end the discussion on volcanoes, if there's anything I could take away from these movies, it is that... You cannot come out of an acid lake alive. You cannot. If you're going to jump in, you're going to die a slow, dramatic death on a beach. That's same with lava. Yep. If you walk through lava, it's not going to go in your favor. No. That's what I learned this week. Um, so don't walk through lava and don't live in a lahar zone. Okay. And but also, <laughs> lahar seems scary. Yeah. Lahars are scary. If you live in a lahar zone, then... Have your evacuation plan down pat. Mm-hmm. And also know where your family's going to meet. Mm-hmm. Because do not have your family, like, all go, like, come home before you all right. leave together. In those situations, you definitely want to just be like, hey, meet me at whatever our higher point situation is. Oh, God. Just come to my house. Just come, just come to Lex's basement. <laughs> I have wine. <laughs> Danny has jokes. I got so many. I'm Laharius, as we mentioned. <laughs> okay, I don't think we ever get to use that joke again. Never. So I just murdered it. Thank you. It's the end of it. Um, so for next week, we are going to do some um, general first aid discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, just going through... We thought it would be cool to go through the first aid kits that we have in our go bags and see if we know how to use everything in there or if there are things that we do know how to do that are not represented Mm -hmm. in there. Like, you know, I'm really good at delivering jokes from Laffy Taffy's, so I should have a lot of those in there. But if you're Pierce Brosnan and you're in a car that gets smashed by a cave and your elbow bone is sticking out, what would you do? What would you do? Would you keep trying to crawl around and save the world? Maybe. Probably. That's Maybe. what he does. Yeah. You know what The Rock would do? <laughs> he would Something just, amazing. Yeah. He would just be like, he would have just, I don't think so, Dante's Peak. He would have just pushed the Jeep in front of him as mm-hmm. he walked outside and just mm-hmm. like all the rocks would have hit the Jeep and then he would have just. He's like, but I'm also The Rock. And so I'm impervious to being destroyed by any geological force. Dwayne Johnson, we need you. Yeah. Move to Seattle. It's lovely here. <laughs> we will both take care of you while you are taking care of us. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, so, yeah. We love you guys. We love you. Thank you for listening to this whatever just happened. Stay uh, safe out there. <laughs> stay safe out there and don't lahar yourself too Stop. hard. <laughs> <laughs>